All right, hello and welcome back to the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast. My name is DJ Ligori and this is episode number six of the podcast. And first off, I just want to say thank you to anybody who's listened to this podcast so far. Uh, over the past couple of weeks, I've gotten some really nice messages from people uh, saying that they're enjoying what I'm putting out on uh, on this platform, and I, and I genuinely appreciate that. I, I put a lot of time and love into this self-improvement uh, beliefs and these ideas and, and these practices and routines, and it's changed my life. And, and what I want to do is, is help possibly change somebody else's life who, who might not even realize that they need it, but this is simply just helping them. And so I genuinely appreciate those people who have reached out, and hopefully if you're listening, you guys are currently enjoying it and uh, will enjoy it moving forward. And so today what I want to talk about is uh, something from a, a business that I am that I currently subscribe to. It's called Optimize. And Optimize was a business that was created by a man named Brian Johnson. And Brian Johnson has become the master of condensing wisdom into less time. I think his slogan is more wisdom in less time. And so I recommend everybody go to his website. It's optimize.me. And basically what this website is, is it's different content to help you live an optimal life. And it is absolutely fantastic. I got involved with this website uh, about a year ago and it is incredible. I listen to him just about every day and read a, a ton of his work and he's an incredible human being to to involve yourself with. So check out his, his website, optimize.me and, uh, and tune into his work because it's incredible. And so one of the things that he does is he takes books takes these fantastic books and he basically condenses them into smaller readable PDFs called Philosopher Notes. And this book was is called Brain Rules and it's written by John Medina. Medina or Medina? Medina. And it's called Brain Rules and it's 12 Principles for Surviving and Thriving at Work, Home, and School. So Brian kind of breaks down this book, and one of the pieces in the in the book, it says, if you wanted to create an education environment that was directly opposed to what the brain was good at doing, you would probably design something like a classroom. <laughs> if you wanted to create a business environment that was directly opposed to what the brain was good at doing, you would probably design something like a cubicle. And if you wanted to change things, you might have to tear both of them down and start over. So that kind of shows that our current reality is really not supporting the necessary needs of our brain. And so this book breaks down 12 rules of the brain. And so the first rule, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through all of these all of these rules because they're very they're very interesting and they might help you in your life. So number 1 is survival. The first rule of the brain is survival. The brain is is created to survive. It says the brain evolved to survive. And you can kind of think about it like your brain is always trying to protect you. Like if you want to do something uncomfortable, uncomfortable, it feels uncomfortable, but yet that's how we grow. We do uncomfortable things in our brain. We kind of fight against, okay, should I do that? Should I not do that? Think about your family members and your loved ones when you tell them maybe you have a, a business idea and they kind of tell you all the things that could possibly go wrong. They're trying to protect you. Their brain is rooted in that protective state, that survival state. So that's the first thing that our, our that's the first rule that our, our brain listens to. The second rule, I'm not going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you at the end because it's, it's awesome, and it plays beautifully into the libraries and weight rooms culture. Number three is sleep. Sleep well, think well. Sleep is literally our bodies and minds' time to recharge, and I can guarantee most of us probably do not get enough sleep. I am one of those individuals. 
over the past month or so, I've gotten super conscious, extremely conscious of how much sleep I, I get. I literally like mapped it out. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. So if I wanted to get a full eight hours, it was going, you know, that seven to nine, I think I had to go to bed around like eight, 8.30, maybe even, even before that. And I was like, man, that's just, I'm smoking a lot of my day. And it's been tough. It's been really tough. And I've been trying to actually be in my bed by like 8.30. And sleep is incredibly important to your brain. So that's the third rule. Number four, stress. Stress brains don't learn the same way. And so one of the things that this immediately made me think about was uh, Acres of Diamonds. We partnered with a company called Positive Intelligence. Positive Intelligence is a company that teaches you how to identify your negative thinking address it and then shift it into positive thinking. And one of the things that they they give a great example of is is our brains do not work as well stressed as we think they do. So basically like, oh, when I'm in pain, I'm really motivated and I, and I get a lot done. No, you're actually performing at a suboptimal level. And a great way to kind of think about this is if you put your hand on a hot stove, how long do you keep your hand on the stove for? It's typically like less than a second because pain is simply an alert signal. And any time longer than that one second of that alert signal, we're performing at a suboptimal level because our brain, stress brains do not learn the same way. So that's number four. Number five, wiring. Every brain is wired differently. Think about that mental fingerprint. Okay. Our brain is simply a mental fingerprint of the way that we kind of project it into our life. And so I think this kind of coincides nicely with think about diets. Some diets work for people. Some diets don't work for people. Technically, every diet does work. But to some people, they might, it might not fit into their routine. It might not, it might not be the one that they want to do. They might not like some of the foods. Diets work, but they don't work for some people, <laughs> if, if, that makes, if that makes sense. Kind of like some things, find the things that work for you. And I think that kind of is nice. Uh, it pairs nicely with the wiring. You know, every brain is wired differently. Number six is attention. We don't pay attention to boring things. Think, think about social media. Why do we love social media so much? Because it's random. We don't know what we're going to see when we open up that Instagram app. We don't know what we're going to see when we open up Facebook, when we open up Twitter, when we open up TikTok. It's random. It's entertaining. That's why we like it. It gives us that instant gratification, that hit of dopamine. I read something a couple days ago that every time we get a social media notification, we get a hit of dopamine. Like, ooh, someone sees us. Ooh, someone likes us. Number seven is memory. Repeat to remember. And a great way to, I, I kind of attested to this, is the acronym of CHIME, C-H-I-M. This is something that we use, uh, that I've personally used in our second module of the Acres of Diamonds program, which is connection, how to connect with people versus simply just communicating with them. Something that I love to use is CHIME, C-H-I-M. The C stands for commonality, simply developing a commonality amongst someone you want to create a connection with. Maybe you're wearing the same shirt, maybe you know the same person, maybe you like the same type of drink at the bar. Develop some sort of commonality with them. The H stands for honesty. Be authentic. Be real. We like it when people tell us how real, they, how real they are and authentic they are. That's something that I've learned in the past probably year or so is human beings are ridiculously attracted to authenticity. We love it. The I stands for interest. Questions. Ask questions to actually show that you're interested in what you are actually experiencing. Okay, and the last is memory. Maybe the most important. Remember the answers to those questions. And I think a great way, guys, if you want to, you know, if, if you're talking to a girl, remember what her name is. If you want the girl to remember you, remember what her name is. Remember the things that, that she said to you. And even like, you know, I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour in the conversation, re-say what she said. 
just be like, all right, so I just want to make sure, you know, X, Y, and Z in this. And it shows that you're actually listening. It shows that you're actually interested in the conversation. Okay, so time, memory, repeat to remember. Number eight, sensory integration. Stimulate more of your senses. One of the things that we do in the positive intelligence program that we that we partner with is PQ reps. And they're physical reps, uh, physical sensations, basically, that you concentrate on for like 10 seconds at a time. So one that we do is you rub your fingertips together and you try to feel the ridges in your fingertips. And what it actually does is it takes your attention off of that thing that's stressing you out. And it focuses your attention right on rubbing those fingertips. And so a lot of people are like, oh, I'm, I'm stressed about this test. I'm stressed about this relationship, my finances. And they do this little, this little fingertip rub and it kind of immediately takes their attention and focuses it, focuses it on something else. So sensory integration, our brain likes that. It's a, it's a number eight rule. Number nine is vision. Vision trumps all other senses. Think about the things you see. You are very conscious of them. You're, you're looking at them. It's very concentrated. The other one that I personally love of the senses, and it kind of ties nicely into the sensory integration, is smell, kind of that fragrance. Sometimes, I know this might be a little weird, you kind of remember uh, the way people smell, like maybe it's a perfume, maybe it's a, uh, a cologne, and it triggers like a memory. It triggers a feeling. It triggers an emotion. Okay, so I think that ties really nicely into those sensory integration and the vision. Number 10 is music. Study or listen to boost cognition. Something that every person should do right now if you are listening to this. Go on YouTube and type in Delta Waves 10-minute uh, meditation. Okay, this is something that I do every single night, and this is going to kind of tie into kind of the greater picture of this podcast. Delta Waves are a frequency. They are the deepest and the lowest uh, form of relaxation, restoration, and healing sleep. So it actually kind of gets you ready to go to sleep. It calms you down. It really relaxes your whole body. And there's been times actually where I've fallen asleep with my earbuds on simply because it relaxes you so much. It almost feels like a lucid dream. Like it feels like you're sleeping, but you're actually awake. And it's a very cool, a very light relaxing frequency. So I recommend everybody try that Delta Wave 10-minute meditation. Try it tonight before you go to bed. Number 11, gender. Male and female brains are different. If you have not, check out the Acres of Diamonds podcast number 25 where we have on Kim Johnson. Kim Johnson is a published author of her book, Who is on Your Bus or Who is Riding Your Bus, I believe. And basically what she talks about is the difference in male and female emotions. She says that female emotions are basically a double-decker bus. And male emotions are a golf cart. <laughs> and it's and it was fascinating. It was so cool to watch her talk about this. And this plays very nicely into this gender. Male and female brains are, are wired differently. And a lot of our brains are wired in those emotions and those that bus versus that golf cart. So check that out. Acres of Diamonds Podcast number 25 with Kim Johnson. Number 12, exploration. We are powerful and natural explorers. Okay, think about business. I'm, I'm thinking a lot of us might have heard this, this saying before. Business, if you're not growing, you're dying. All right, think about that in terms of you. If you're not self-improving, if you're not doing something to get yourself just a little bit better each day, whatever that may be, you're, you're dying. You're staying constant. You're not going forward. You're not making that mental or that physical progress. And remember, those progress areas, they lead to the more happiness. So what is it that all humans want? We all want to be happy. Well, if you want to be happy, we need to somehow make more progress. And a great way of doing that is exploration, creativity, doing something new. Okay, kind of developing that daily routine. 
And I'll get a little bit into that in a couple of, couple of minutes. But number two, so the number two one that I, that I skipped, exercise. Exercise boosts brain power. So the second rule to your brain after survival, so literally after your brain survives, it's like, all right, what are we doing? What are we moving on? What's the exercise that we are, we are partaking in? Think about how important that is. The second rule after surviving is exercising. Okay, so that's such a beautiful testament to not only the libraries of weight rooms culture, but also the mind and body connection. Our body was made to move. Our body was made to exercise. And it says right here, it says all of the evidence points in one direction. Physical activity is cognitive candy. Our brain craves movement. It loves it. It says right here, recall that our evolutionary ancestors were used to walking up to 12 miles per day. This means that our brains were supported for most of our evolutionary history by Olympic caliber bodies. We were not sitting in a classroom for eight hours at a stretch. If we sat around the Serengeti, Serengeti for eight hours, heck, for eight minutes, we were somebody's lunch. We haven't had millions of years to adapt to our sedentary lifestyle. That lifestyle has hurt both our physical and mental health. So think about that for a second. Our current lifestyle of sitting at work all day, of coming home and playing video games or sitting at the kitchen table and just scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through TikTok, being on your phone, sitting around, is actually hurting not only our physical health, but also our mental health. So how do we combat this? How do we attack this? Well, I think a great, great action item listening to this podcast, develop a daily routine. And the way that you do this, buy a wall calendar, buy it right now, listening to this podcast, go buy a wall calendar and start to mark off, do this for 30 days. Once you do it for 30, do it for 60. Once you do it for 60, do it for 90. Once you do it for 90, do it for a year. Do one thing each day that you are consistent with. This could be an hour workout. All right. Maybe if you, if you want to, it to be that hour workout, maybe you take uh, a Sunday off or maybe you simply just do stretching or maybe you do a walk or something, but do some sort of routine that you do every single day. This routine could be reading every, every day. This routine could be journaling. It could be a breathing meditation. All right. It could be a, uh, a yoga session. It could be stretching. All right, you can go online and you can search, you know, what are good things to kind of create a habit of, create a routine of? Because what this does is it, it forces us into a self-accountability piece. Okay, and when we become self-accountable, we really increase a lot of our, the pride that we have within ourselves. We're saying, all right, I'm going to do this for 30 days, like no matter what. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take 25 deep breaths every day for 30 days. And I'm going to do it. And once you get rooted in these things that you say you're going to do and then you do them, you then start to make more things that you're going to do and you start to do those. And so what really ends up happening is we end up being, becoming extremely self-accountable for our actions and our decisions. And exercise is a great way to incorporate this, this routine-based living. You know, incorporate some exercise into it, incorporate some movement. And really what you're doing, you're, you're practicing number 12, you're exploring you are creating, you are finding these new forms of success, these new, new forms of prosperity, and it's going to create a hell of a life, all right? Because I, I've personally done this, and I know a lot of the self-improvement coaches that I've studied and, and worked with, and 
they've done this as well and they've had incredible results based upon the things that they have really started to focus on on a daily, daily basis. So develop that routine, develop those things that you need to do every day to really create that life that you want and create that life that you know that you deserve. Okay, the brain rules, 12 of them. Important to know, important to practice. We'll talk to you guys soon.